Welcome to another edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI The Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap, uh, in this week's episode, is a uh, butter pecan, sci-fi-loving member of FCSI. From uh, one of our larger firms uh, in FCSI, please welcome Mr. Ted Doyles from Ricka Design Studios. Hi, Ted. Hey, Wade. How are you? Very nice to be here. I'm doing good. Well, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, th- this whole... Uh, series of on taps been fun to do and getting to know our consultants kind of on a personal level as well as professional Uh, and to get that started what I like to do is just kind of like an interview session uh, is kind of just tell me about yourself where you how you got your start in food service consulting uh, what kind of specialties or segments you specialize in yourself working on um, things of that nature yeah so um actually been in the business since uh, 1986. Um, I started with a uh, dealer fabricator back then in, in uh, Dallas and uh, just worked my way up through the, uh, through the industry. So uh, worked with, uh, uh, was able to work with a lot of great people in the industry who have kind of pulled me along and, and uh, taught me about, uh, you know, what we do. And, um, you know, my, uh, my goal when I started uh, in my adult life, I guess, was I was going to be an aerospace engineer, and that kind of went wow. sideways on me. <laughs> so, so turns out you have to be uh, you have to know a lot of math to be an aerospace <laughs> engineer. So, um, so anyway, um, uh, you know, needed uh, uh, started getting broke and needed a job, and just kind of fell into this industry and uh, have fell in love with it and. Uh, really uh, just stuck with it uh, nice. throughout uh, 35, 36 years. Now. Wow. Congratulations. That's, that's, a, that's a great career that you just fell into. Uh, yeah. that's, that's great. What, are there any segments or specialties that you stay into, or, or do you kind of touch everything in the industry? Yeah, we, so that's one of the uh, great things about RICA, right, is uh, we, have, uh, we deal with so many uh, different uh, segments of the industry. So uh, we really... Uh, there are some of us that uh, focus on particular uh, area that is not mine. I am really, uh, I look at all, all the different segments. Um, you know, we do corrections, we do K through 12, higher ed, hospitality, you name it. Uh, you know, if, uh, if it has a food service <laughs> component, we, we have put our thumb in it. Nice. Nice. So that being said, if you've, if you touch all of them, I have to know, uh, what's your favorite project you've worked on? Um, I got to say that, uh, one of the most interesting projects I worked on is back in, in my, uh, previous life, I was able to work on a, uh, a big university in, uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And, um, wow. and just because of the unique nature of the project, it was a, uh, it was an all female university, which was unique there. And just, uh, uh, how the local culture and and how you had to deal with um, the day students versus the uh, the on campus students and um, you know how we had to deal with service to get to this uh, uh, university. I mean, there was a lot of moving components to that that yeah. was really uh, very interesting. Wow, that sounds like it. And how so. and especially in that area of the world. I mean, again, you've got different cultures require different components, different types of equipment, uh, not just the same stuff that you do here in the U.S. all the time, too. So, 
Yeah, and, and one of the things that really made that project so unique is that um, we weren't we were not only dealing with um, the client out of uh, Saudi Arabia, but we were dealing with uh, architects out of uh, the U.S. We were dealing with them out of uh, Lebanon, out of uh, Cairo, Egypt. So there was a quite a bit of uh, coordination between all of them. So that was that was one that really uh, exposed me to a lot of different things. So that's what, uh, for me at least, that's what made it so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are uh, at Rick. We are working on. Um, a few projects right now that are comparable. Um, they are um, one of them is is U.S. based. It was it's really a, a big wide campus, and we're starting to see a lot of that um, from our side. But uh, just projects in general, just having a lot of the moving components and the the interaction between uh, a lot of different players, whether it's um, multiple architectural firms with one large. Uh, uh, architect over the umbrella. There's, you know, just so many of the uh, different personalities, different design teams, all of that stuff, um, to me, is what really drives uh, my design sense or my design um, juices, I guess. That's nice. really what gets me jazzed up about a project. Well, it's great segue. Thank you for that. You didn't even realize you were going to do for me. And that is, what is, so what is your greatest influence in your professional life? I mean, what what person or what method or whatever it might be, what's your greatest influence when it comes to working? Throughout my career, I've actually um, had a number of uh, uh, people who have really kind of mentored me. Mm -hmm. And that has really kind of uh, uh, helped me with the way I I deal with others in our industry. So, you know, coming up into the business, when I started, I didn't even know, I didn't even realize there were people that did this, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just such a unique industry that you just don't realize it. And I was dealing with a lot of uh, old school um, uh, fabricators and KECs. And, you know, they were, um, they all had a unique um, uh, way of handling things, but the ones that really stood out at me are the ones that tended to be more teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, they would they would not only tell you to do something, but they would explain how it was done and kind of uh, expose you to do things and really kind of push you. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, uh, uh, what helped me in my career. And hopefully that's what I'm doing with uh, people who are just starting into the career is, you know, um, you know, I'm trying to uh, teach them what yeah. we do and expose them to it. Just really the sure. same way it was done for me. Sure. So, so what would be one piece of advice you give somebody just starting out or thinking of becoming a food service consultant? The ones that, that I've hired into the business, I have just explained to them that this is a unique market, that there are a limited number of us that do this. Right. And that, uh, once you get yourself into the industry, it's, uh, a little bit like being married to the mob you know <laughs> once you get in you just don't get out you know yeah, exactly <laughs> and um you you know you once you get your name out there and people see you um you know you deal with the same people constantly right like i said yeah. it's a small industry you know once 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 you get set you really you really have a job for life yeah i agree and, and it doesn't have to be a food service consultant 
that the hospitality industry as a whole, if you decide to, to switch gears completely, I mean, how many members of a restaurant owner has become a consultant or a consultant has gone to work for a manufacturer or a manufacturer has become a consultant? It's, it's kind of a circular motion once you get into the industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's just so many facets at it. And, you know, one thing that's a, a little bit unique about Rick is we also do laundries, right? Which is a little bit different, but it exposes you to a different uh, segment, yeah. but it helps you in the hospitality side, right? Now right. you're, as, as a consultant, we're looking from everything from the loading dock all the way to, you know, yeah. uh, there's, there's a lot of different components that. So when I say for me, what energizes me about the industry is that is the planning is is being involved in how something actually functions and and um, you know I, I really I really enjoy that aspect of nice. what we do. So you've been doing this a number of years, obviously, as you said. Uh, tell me to put you on the spot a little bit here. What's been your greatest screw up in your career? What's the mistake that you made that you learned from, and what? Could, so tell me about that mistake and what you learned from it. Well, I can definitely say that um, one of the things that uh, Tom Rick, our founder, um, would like to say is that we're in the communication business, right? We, yep. we communicate with our clients and we, we listen to them and then we relay that and we put it in, uh, down in black and white and try to uh, uh, design their vision. One of my biggest um, hangups or hiccups, I guess, is not communicating correctly okay. and not translating that their vision through our plans mm-hmm. right so um you i would i would like to say you only make that mistake once but <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't say that um but you know trying to trying to make sure that um that you listen to their that their goals or their yeah. desires and that you incorporate all of that so um i think that's that's probably my biggest uh my biggest uh, mistake is not quite translating the client's um, desire sometimes. Nice. Well, that's understandable. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, you know, we get that, you know, I address that and we don't, uh, we don't make that mistake over and over. So. Right, right. So if you weren't in the food service industry, you talked about aerospace engineering. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't in this industry? If I wasn't doing this, then I would have been doing that. You would have I been mean, doing that. that. Was, you would have that, gone that route. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was always my goal, and that was, you know, um, I always had the uh, the dream or the desire to work for NASA. Oh, nice. Right, and uh, uh, to be a part of that. But in my in my older years now, and if I wasn't <laughs> doing this, uh, I got to be honest, I'd probably uh, I'd probably open up open me up a little wood shop and uh, uh, start uh, doing. Uh, uh, you know, some, uh, cabinetry and stuff like that. I'm, I'm pretty good with my hands and, nice. um, I've spent a lot of time, uh, restoring, uh, some historic homes that we have owned. And, uh, I would probably try to do that now that I'm a little bit older and, nice. um, you know, further along. Well, now you know what you're going to get to do in retirement. You get to there you go. build some furniture on the side or, or, or fix cabinets on the side. That's right. Uh, so one thing I've, I've got to ask moving towards the future a little bit, you've been involved obviously pretty heavily in the FCSI Revit task force for us uh, to help look at and shape the standards of the future for that piece of software and, and for BIM uh, uh, design in general. Where do you see design evolving into the future? Um, I really start to see uh, a lot more of the VR component, a lot um, 
I, I really think that that's where we're going. And also the um, the interconnectivity between somebody like uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, a Revit model and an AQ, let's say, right, mm-hmm. and the transition and trying to build those in. Um, we are also getting a lot of our clients, you know, now everything is hosted on the web, right? It's a BIM 360 project. Um, we don't even own the models. We're working on live models to where we move a we move a, a, a case, it automatically moves in everybody else's model. Right. I really start to see uh, me personally that the um, the inner the uh, the relationship between the food service consultant and the KEC and the construction team, all of that is going to start really uh, melding together. Um, you know, on our side right now, we have a lot of uh, MEP engineers mm-hmm. that are actually connecting to our drawings, our models, and they're doing their work directly on top of our models, right? So it used to be that we would develop a model, they would develop a model, and right. and then everybody would link together. I'm starting to see to where, you know, they link our model in and they're doing their uh there are lines mm-hmm. directly to our equipment. So nice. Now, not to interrupt, but for people that maybe don't know out there, what when you say MEP, can you define that for them? Yeah, the uh, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing engineers, right? right? Yeah. So, so they're the ones that are, um, you know, when we have a, a gas pipe on a on a range, they're the ones that are are they're getting the gas to the range. I'm right. showing them that the range is there and yeah. and that we got a connection. They're they're routing the lines. So nowadays, uh, with the way the models are and the way clash detection works and all that stuff, um, actually physically drawing that pipe in the model is becoming a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, I can see where uh, manufacturers, families, that the content that we're using to, to create these is becoming more much more important, right? It used to be you could just have a square box. Yeah. And, 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 and that was okay, right? right? So when you're looking at a 2D, a plan view, you don't really care what the front looks like. And, but nowadays with uh, programs like Enscape and uh, Navisworks and stuff like that, um, I don't know how everybody else is doing it, but I know for us, we are sitting down in front of a client, right? I sit down in front of you. I bring my model up, and we are immediately walking through that model. Right, right. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, if you say, you know, if you're the chef and you say, well, I don't want that a left hand hinge door. I want it right hand hinge. We immediately change it on the screen and we keep moving. Right. Everything is speeding up. Everything is instantaneous. Um, So, you know, no more. Can you take a manufacturer's family that looks like just a square box? Because now it needs to look like a refrigerator. Correct. And be able to adjust it on the fly, like you said. Absolutely. All, nice. you know, all those options, um, you know, materials, stuff like that yeah. are really, are really starting to be a focus now. Well said, well said. I love that. Um, it's exciting to see where it's going to go for sure. Honestly, that's, that wraps up my questions uh, that I've had. Uh, you know, I, I like to end all these interviews with some kind of fun, little lighthearted thing. So if you don't mind, I'd like to put you through our speed round. Um, right. So what Let's I'm going to do is when I, I'll just say a word or, or a phrase and just tell me the first thing that pops into your head uh, and we'll just, we'll go through them and knock them all out together. What do you think of, what comes to your mind when I say the word scope creep? Uh, VE, VE uh, meetings. 
There you go. <laughs> what about RFP? RFP, uh, uh, rest, request for a uh, price increase. I, I see that as a mistake <laughs> from our side. <laughs> That's a great definition. That's the first one I've heard of that. I love that. What about holding spec? Holding spec, that, uh, that to me means uh, I've got an uncomfortable conversation coming up with somebody. So Great. What about, and I think you just answered, but I'll, I'll answer it anyway, or ask it anyway. What about Revit? When I say Revit, what do you think of? Uh, Revit, I think of opportunities. I think of uh, innovation. Favorite cocktail? Uh, you're going to laugh, but it is uh, Amaretta Sour. Oh, I'm not going to laugh. I love sour stuff. Oh, okay. My okay. guys my guys behind the scenes here will even tell you that I had sour beer yesterday. I, I So, you, you know, you're right up my alley right there, Ted. I'm well, I was going to say, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not a, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't mind a, a good uh, uh, whiskey and Coke or something like right. that. But, uh, you know, I, I tend to lean towards more pina coladas <laughs> and whiskey sours. So. so, okay. So then cook in or take out? Um, probably cook in. Probably okay. cook in. Favorite curse word? Oh, I don't know if I got a favorite. Um, <laughs> all of them. All of them. Yeah, pretty much all of them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what about your favorite junk food? Oh, um, uh, zingers. Oh, that's a good you know, one. Zingers. Yeah. And the, uh, I, I kind of like the raspberry ones, to be honest with you. Oh, so, all right. Uh, you, don't, you don't get a body like this without eating a lot of zingers. <laughs> Karaoke or lip sync? Um, I'm going to say karaoke. I'm not, uh, I can carry a tune. Okay. Favorite type of music? Uh, country. Country. Texting or talking on the phone? Talking on the phone by far. A favorite holiday? Uh, my favorite holiday, I guess, would be Christmas. Double dipping when it comes to food, yes or no? No, absolutely not. I'm, right. I'm out. I'm out if I see it. I'm done. <laughs> cake or pie? Uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm going to say cake. Okay. Toilet paper roll, over or under? Oh, it's got to be over. You're just an anarchist if you go under. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, FCSI. Uh, FCSI is a well-run uh, uh, organization that uh, helps keep us all on track. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It means a lot to us, uh, the, the staff and I that put that together, and then also the board and everybody else. We, we do our best, that's for sure. That's all I've got for you today. Is there anything you want to promote or any last words you've got for us, Ted, in, in, the, in the community? No, not really. I would just say that I uh, appreciate the opportunity and um, – you know, um, why I think you mentioned the uh, uh, Revit standards, uh, you know, hope everybody is looking forward to seeing yeah. those. Think of Rick if you need us. Ted, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. It means a lot to me, and I, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you again here soon uh, when we actually get back to doing regular meetings again. And uh, thanks again for all that you've done for FCSI and the Revit standards. We, we really do appreciate all the uh, volunteer work. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for you for having me. That wraps up another edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. If you enjoyed today's uh, webcast, please help us spread the word. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel. Um, check back next week when we're going to welcome another FCSI member into the fold. And until then, cheers. <laughs>